like if you're rude to someone like clearly you're like upset about something or like you're not doing well so like fix that this is see you soon so hi guys welcome back to see you soon or welcome for the first time thank you for being here um i am joined with just my favorite person, Sophia Pedriani. We are doing it virtually. Um, she's in London. I'm in Galway, but we're in the same time zone, which is rare for our friendship. And that's exciting and fun. Um, Sophia is literally, you're just like the sweetest person I know. And you're so happy. And I don't know, like I'm just seeing your screen and you're just so smiley. It makes me really miss you. Um, so yeah, you're really, Sophia's just the most lovely person. Um, we met because we were both working at Athleta. Oh, yes. And I kind of feel like I forced you to be my friend. <laughs> I think you did a little bit too, but I think I wanted it as well. Not yeah, because I was like, all right, well, clearly if I'm going to be besties with anyone here, it's going to be her. Um, yes. I feel like I felt the same way as well. Because no way, after having gap come in and take over my life <laughs> was I thinking I was gonna be friends with anyone there <laughs> yeah so for context I worked at gap and then during like the first wave of lockdowns that gap closed but there was an athleta right next door and then the same company so my boss like he was the manager he moved over to athleta and then he offered me a job and so we did kind of just take over right like yeah Kind of. Well, because I think, like, I mean, I had left for, like, coming. I came to London for, like, my first year. Mm-hmm. Then because COVID hit, like, I was home, but, like, I, like, left Athleta, came back, and then all the people graduated that I knew from the summer before is my, mm-hmm. was my plan. So then it was literally, like, I actually knew no one then besides my mom also working there. Yeah, and... But I mean, it worked out like we are. I feel really lucky that we became friends. Um, No, I do, too. I think it's like when somebody asked me not too long ago that they were like, who's Eamon? And I was like, uh, well, like it's Eamon. And then obviously I was like, I literally can't even tell you like actually how we met that. Like, I don't wouldn't believe you if it was like just only like two years ago or whatever. I know it was just two years ago. And like, I don't know, we kind of had a rocky start because the first time we hung out was kind of weird. Do you remember that? Like, no, was it that bad? It wasn't that bad, <laughs> but it was I weird. Because, it as bad. Well, okay. For starters, you drove. Okay. I drove past. <laughs> it was just, a, I'm not a confident driver, first of all. <laughs> and second of all, I didn't really like, I hate driving in downtown Burlington because of the way the streets are. Like I knew it was kind of like, right. you know, it's there's funny. no parking. Like, where was I supposed to go? Right. Right. The cars yeah. were all one way, like parked. No, what was it's, it? it's understandable. I, and then like, I, but I feel like I took you to all these weird stores cause we were doing like okay. shopping. Well, no, but now, Okay, I just went when I was home. I I needed a new black purse. Obviously. And guess where I went? Replay. How'd you know? Because it's the best store. And I, I put you on. They here. had so many bags. And I found two really? different bags. And I gave one when Mia bought the other one. But I was like, I needed a black purse. Found the perfect one at Replace. 
look at that. So, so I'd have, even though I, I mean, thrifting and I have a long history. Right. Or a long, hard history. I just find it sometimes it's difficult for me to do with the smells. But <laughs> right, naturally. But, but I persevere. I do have to leave it outside until it fully airs out. You know. Naturally, um, one time I bought a bag and then I left <laughs> Sophia's car, and I I don't know. So basically, there was I think there's been a lot of weird moments between us, but it worked. You know. I think it's always chaotic. It's always but... chaotic, but. We love it. And no, I mean, I don't remember it being that awkward. I remember it being a good time. I think maybe I was nervous because I was like, will we be friends? I'm hoping so. Because right. I feel like it's hard to make like that jump from work friends to like hang out friends, you know, because when you don't have like the setting of work and the employees and whatever is going on to talk about, like you're really forced to see, do I actually connect with this person, you know? Yeah, and I feel like... I don't know. I feel like you definitely made it easy for me to like, you know, talk to you, communicate with you. And all I that. Try. It's because I feel like we are on a similar wavelength and I think we get it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a little bit about us and how we started. But so as you said, you go to school in London and you are finishing up your third year, right? yeah my yeah my third year so tell us about like that decision to move from like rural Vermont Mm -hmm. to like London you know what was that process like when you were applying for schools and when you first got there like take us through that journey yeah so I mean I guess I always knew that I like didn't really I mean there was a point where I wanted to live in like New York City like I just always wanted big cities um just because I like if I growing up like I would go there or something and I really liked it and then all of a sudden I realized like Europe existed and that there were other places besides the U.S. um and then I kind of was like hey I could go to school here um and it kind of had to do as well with like my original thought of wanting to do like fashion design or fashion styling um which is not what I do now, but it was originally what I wanted. And um, actually the university that I do go to now is like the only place that had the degree for fashion styling. Um, So my first year I did like a foundation year Mm -hmm. um, where it was just like, yeah, basically maybe like a 10 month or like a year, like a academic year course where I got like a certificate in higher education and it was just like for international students. And you got to like try different pathways of like fashion business, fashion design and fashion communication. And then like, after that you were like able to go into any of like the university degrees, mm-hmm. um, which I think I'm really glad I did it, even though like I started to do it and started to do it. And I actually really hated it. it was like not at all what I wanted to do yeah Yeah. and like sometimes I feel like knowing what you don't like is just as valuable you know yeah and I think it was really hard for me as well to go from like I felt like I knew what I wanted to do all my life Mm -hmm. and then I kind of was just like hit me that I was like this is like not what I want to do so what am I going to do now right was Um, that also like overwhelming being in conjunction with like being in a huge city and being so far away from home like did it all just kind of overwhelm you or 
Yeah, I, I'd have to say I had a very hard first year for sure. Um, especially it was like pre-pandemic. So it was like things were still like you, everybody was still so busy and doing everything nonstop. Like it was before, like the world chilled out kind of. Um, so everything was like crazy. Um, like going, like I would go out and stuff and like, I just like, wasn't not taking care of myself in those regards. Like I hated what I was doing, but I was like, no, this is what I want to do. Right. And so then it was overwhelming then being in the city but I think honestly, actually, the only thing that was getting me through it was London. Like I was like, I actually love this place that I am in. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was the only thing um, that was like keeping me okay with like being here. Cool. So that's actually interesting that you were talking about like not taking care of yourself because I feel like now a big part of who you are is like you're really focused on wellness and like you're vegan and you I'm a part-time vegan I'm gonna be honest on that one I'm vegan most of the time 98% of the time Um, Kim Kim Kardashian (laughs) you guys are basically twins um so how did like that kind of manifest itself like going from this place of being like not taking care of yourself and really struggling to a place where you are prioritizing like putting yourself first um I think it was like because of the big change that happened of like going to like coming to school here like my and everything I ever knew of my identity was like completely gone Mm -hmm. um so yeah like I didn't take care of myself for a while and it wasn't until then the pandemic hit and I had to go home. Um, I went through like, I mean, part of my first year, I went through like a like relationship breakup. Mm-hmm. Then I went through like a friendship breakup during like quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think then like I was alone and maybe that taught me like a bit as well, I think, because like right. I like then was so used to being on my, like on my own in that sense. Um, but I was like with my parents. So I wasn't like, I went home and like was with my parents so that I wasn't like totally alone, but with them, mm-hmm. but still like alone in the sense, like I knew I was going to go back to London, but had like no one in that connection way. Um, and then somehow I just like started to get through it. But that's when I became vegan. I was like vegetarian for a while and then like went fully vegan in quarantine um, because of just like interest and like, you know, how like everybody was watching things. Right. And like part of what I was watching was like vegan documentaries and stuff. And I did like a my final project for my like class or that foundation year I did was about like like animal cruelty and stuff. So I like based it all off of that and then became vegan from that. Cool. And so that's really, I feel like for me, something that I've noticed while being here is like when you, I know that a lot of these changes happen for you at home, but I think for me being really far away from home, like I have noticed there are times where like I'm going out too much. I'm just not doing things like exercising or eating well. And I can just totally see like how much it affects my mental health. So I feel like I have to have those things to ground me, you know, when I'm so far away from my family and everything I've known really. So Mm -hmm. do you think that like now that you've established those patterns, like at home, has it helped you in London? Like, you know, with, 
being so far away and all like the difficulties of your course and stuff like did you find that translating those back across the pond was um good for you (laughs) yeah I mean maybe I guess I think some of it then like I was like oh I like want to continue like I'm liking the way this is like beginning to feel of like working on myself but I think I mean yeah so it started in quarantine with like at least maybe like working out and stuff I worked out with like my parents Mm -hmm. uh, which if anything like they're doing 10 times better than me because they're like what 51 now and they are they've been running like every day since the quarantine when we did it so two years ago oh my gosh and my dad has done an ultra marathon and both of them are doing like a marathon now in June Wow, that's commitment. So if anything, they did the like whole bettering yourself a lot better than I did. Um, but I have like them to think as well for like starting at least that part, like with the running and stuff. Yeah. Um and just starting to get like active again. Um, but then I think I mean, I think I've been through like then a lot with like um between like I like was running a lot and that was like good for me but then I think it like then kind of turned on me and I was getting very obsessed with it um in maybe like a negative way and then even same thing like with food I was starting to see it in such a negative way like at that point um but then I think it wasn't until like I still then came back to London for the first time after like not being there Mm-hmm. since like pandemic where like I was hit again with the feeling of like trying like a new course like I was on my course that I'm on now having mm-hmm. to make new friends because like I had the like friendship breakup and then like the other breakup so like being alone again right. and I think it wasn't until maybe even then that I kind of was like I'm like really on my own here and like need to do things for me because if it's not for me then like it's not really for anyone you know right Um, that's interesting so yeah yeah, so what are those things that you think have like what skills other than really like prioritizing yourself what do you think you've learned like because I think it is I mean I've only been doing it for four months and it's hard to live abroad and it's hard to be you know in a place that you're unfamiliar with and where you don't really know anyone so what do you think you like learned what came out of this for you I mean or what are you continuing to learn Yeah, I mean, I think, let me think. Um, Yeah, I guess the biggest thing was, is just like my independence, which is kind of going with like the being here alone. Um, But then also, I mean, I guess it's like the biggest thing because I don't really know, just having to like literally rely on yourself for everything and being like there for yourself. Yeah. Because if you don't like, then there's like nothing else really yeah like in terms of like doing things like you can I mean I definitely like a very personal person so like if I am feeling alone like I could walk down the street and like go talk to someone in a coffee shop but like you kind of have to have the like energy and like personable like qualities to be able to be like I'm going to talk to this person at like the coffee shop because even now I guess like that just happens sometimes like if I I will like get into a full conversation with some random person right. um, and like it kind of makes your day because then like you're still at least like you talk to someone but maybe like that um 
Well, I think that's like a really important skill because like life can actually be really funny and like all of these, I don't know, like you can totally like make these connections with random people and chances are they want to talk to you. You know, that's something I've yeah. learned and like you can just have a good laugh with someone and you really can. So yeah, I definitely like that's a really good skill. I think and just being able to just put yourself out there a little bit. Yeah. Even if it's just someone at the coffee shop, like that's so low stakes. Wait, but let me tell you what happened to me yesterday now that I'm thinking about yesterday. I literally so I had the interview and then I go to this air or like I was hungry then after. So I went to this like shop. I wore like little cafe thing. I walked past it. And then I was like, mm, that looked good. So I went back. Long wow. story short, the I was like talking to the, or like started talking to the guy that was there. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, oh, like, what's your accent? And I was like, well, obviously I'm American. <laughs> and then like, basically we were just like talking because he was like, oh, like, what are you doing here? Because it was kind of far away. And I was like saying what I was doing. And then I was asking him like about his life and that he was like on a gap year and like, he like goes to the university of Leeds, but like, isn't there now like doing this gap year thing. Uh, and then he gave me my bagel that I ordered for free. Well, look at that. <laughs> See, you know, all because you made the connection of just being nice people. Nice people get free bagels. You heard it here first. Like there's yeah, no, exactly. it's true. I think that's really true. Like if you're just willing to, especially now, I feel like people are so, obsessed with their phone and like in their own world yeah and like mean like people are just so it's so easy to be mean but it's also so easy to be so nice right and even like I even think of it like on the tube and stuff if I'm like sometimes I get so caught up I'm like I'm in such a hurry to get to somewhere it's like let the old person on the escalator before me like why do I need to push them over like in that scene and glee when she like pushes up <laughs> Um, that's like, me. <laughs> that, that is Sophia. You heard it here first. Um, no, you're right. I think what you said is interesting because it is so easy to be either nice or mean. But I think, especially as Americans, we're trained to maybe not like blatantly be mean, but be kind of self-involved and put ourselves first. And the way that translates can be really mean to people who are unfamiliar with that culture. But also, it's just not very kind to each other even at home you know and I just even think with the pandemic like just even being here over time it's like you just don't know what people are going through like with anything so it's like why be rude to them when you could be really nice to them and then like have a conversation and then like I don't know because maybe that goes back to like if I'm alone or something then like it like makes my day because maybe I haven't spoken to anyone all day. Right. So then once I do, it like makes me so much happier because I think like we all need that. So if somebody's nice to me, like, of course I'm going to remember them. Right. You know? I think that kind of like goes back to how we became friends a little bit because <laughs> like, I know you were saying you didn't really know that many people at Athleta and I didn't because there was like, you know, it was a new place for me. And I think like, it could have been easy for us to have not been friends, you know? Uh, like, what if I just, like, ignored you and I was like, this is just my job? Like, I'm not friends with people outside of work. Like, what if that was it? Or that you just, like, 
I mean, I know that we had somebody that I will not name that really didn't want us to be friends. Guys, the the forces were against us. The managerial powers did not want us hanging out. Um, Literally. But but we did it. We persevered. Yeah, and I think and I think that's okay. Yeah, and I think like what you're saying is so valuable, and it's just like prioritizing you know human connections and being a little bit vulnerable like maybe you'll be nice to someone and they'll be a little bit mean to you or kind of nasty but that's not a reflection of you that's just a reflection of them or their day it exactly that is exactly like I just also think like other people's like perceptions of you or just like how they're treating you is just how they're feeling like I mean, like the same thing. It's like if you're rude to someone, like clearly you're like upset about something or like you're not doing well. So like fix that. <laughs> yeah. Simple as that. Do you, do you, when you're having a hard day, is it difficult for you to like be kind always or how do you deal with I think, that? I think I've dealt, I mean, I used to like, honestly, I think a while ago, like I just like wasn't doing well and I would like on it. I think especially with my family, because I know that they're family and like, they can't really get mad at me some or like to an extent. So I think I would like kind of be like mean or something, or like if I was like on edge, then I'd like lash back at them, mm-hmm. but it like wasn't fair to them just because I was like not in a good place. Right. So I think I've worked on that like slowly. And then even now, just even like get like, if you get annoyed with someone, just realizing that like maybe it also could be that you're just like not really in a good mood right I know know? for me that's been something you know since I've been abroad I've been a lot more traveling with my friends and something I realized is like wait I'm actually being quite nasty and it's because I haven't slept in two days like it's not my friend's fault at all you know yeah I think like that self-awareness if you can carry it into like or if you can just reflect and be like whoa if someone said that to me I would be a little bit hurt um, yeah. what's going on I mean a friend once told me that they said that like yeah like if you're annoyed with someone or like irritated by someone that like yeah maybe like they could be doing something annoying but yeah like reflecting on yourself like maybe it's just how you're viewing the world so if like right. you start being annoyed with that person then the next thing's gonna annoy you and then it's just gonna like tumble and be like such a negative thing when like you could start to turn it and like, I don't know. I think even with like, yeah, just being around friends or something, you have to start to realize that you need to like change your perspective or how you're seeing things. Right. Especially like what you were saying is really true about your family not being able to be annoyed with you, even though they definitely are um, to some degree. But like, you know, when you are close friends with someone or, family then you have like that goodwill built up but with strangers you don't have that you know yeah if someone is trying to be nice to you and you just are nasty with them like you don't know that person and maybe they're gonna be on a hiring committee someday or something you know like you just don't want to put that negative energy out there I feel like you know no I think okay maybe that's another thing I've learned is I think I've worked a lot on my like positivity Mm -hmm. like just being like me I think that's also made me like a happier person is just really trying not to see like the negative and things really trying like my best not to like tumble into like if something bad happens that like maybe it's meant to happen or like all of that kind of stuff you know like 
I'm just trying not to be so negative. Well, how is, how are you feeling about leaving? I don't know. I'm like, I'm sad, but also I just feel like I've been in this weird limbo since I've been here, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm not, I like, it's like a really long vacation or a really short time to live somewhere. Like I don't have roots really, but mm-hmm. like, I'm not just, it's not like I'm here for a week and then I'm going to go back to my normal life. So it's been kind of weird and like, I don't know, I feel like I'm ready to kind of be grounded and stabilized a little more than I've been here, you know? Yeah. How are you feeling about UVM? I feel good. Like, I kind of hate the school system that I've been in. Um, like, the this university does not do it for me. Um, so I'm excited about UVM. And also, like... Well, I'm glad because I feel like when we talked before, you were not really... Like, it was the opposite. Right. Yeah. So again, that goes back to you have to learn what you don't like. You don't like, you know. Yeah, and I also feel like I'm a little more motivated, a little more inspired, a little more focused. Like, um, you know, like I have this podcast. I have some other side projects, guys. Stay tuned. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure, fun. I can't wait to hear about them. But yeah, so I don't know. I just feel like this has helped me, like get some space and just have more self-clarity kind of, you know? Good. No, I think it's like, I don't know, study abroad seemed like, like at least short term, I think, because I mean, I do the long-term thing and sometimes I'm like envious of it that I'm like, why did I choose to do this to live so far away? Because I see that like, even for you, it's like just like a refresh start. And then like now that you're like feeling much better to like go back as a person. Cause like I saw you before you left and you weren't really loving it. But then now like that you're excited, like that actually makes me really happy to hear. Yeah. Like like so sad for you if you were like genuinely like, fuck, I like don't really want to be there. Right. I think sometimes when you're just like in the thick of it, it's hard to see all the good that's around you, you know, because like all the difficulties can just really cloud your vision, but then you get away from that a little bit and you're like, wait, there's all of this stuff that I love and I miss and I'm so excited to return to. And I'm sure I'll feel the same way about here, you know, like I'm going to be in Burlington and I'll be like, no, take me back to Galway. I can't just hop on a Ryanair flight and go anywhere in the world. (laughs) That's so true. That will be tragic. I know, but there's a lot. But you'll be back. I mean, your your grandma's here. My granny is here. How is she? She's good. I don't know. It was fun to see her. It's been like a really long time since anyone's been in her house. So I think she was really, because she lives alone and she lives, you know, in Ireland and all of her kids. What's her name? Um, Mary. 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 Yeah. So, um, so I think it was nice because I saw her and I also saw my sister at the same time. And I think that was just, like, it was good for me to see some family. And I think that really makes the difference when you see someone, like, from home. Or even I find, like, because I live with another American. And I think that the commonality that we have, I think we share so much in common just in that. And, like, because we, even just living, like, we have a lot of things in common. 
And so then that just like, I think helps sometimes like regroup or even like, yeah, if somebody's visiting or something and I see someone, it's like, you just like regroup almost. Right. You're just kind of like, yeah. Cause you're kind of, you just kind of get sad and then you're like, yeah. shit. And it's just like recenters you and yeah. So it's interesting that you brought up living with an American. Tell me about making friends with British people. Like, um, yeah, I mean, I don't really have that many British friends. I mean, I know a few, um, but they're not like most of my friends. I guess it's because so my first year I did an international program, so nobody was British. Right. And like the dorms I lived in, they're like were British people, but in like my entire like there was like different blocks and my entire block was all international so like I just was surrounded by international people all the time and typically they were Americans as well somehow um somehow we just all find our way back um but yeah so I have my American flatmate she's on a different course than me and so I'm like friends with some of like her friends that she's made on her course and they're like Swedish Swedish, yes, Swedish. I don't know why that sounded weird. Um, and then like Scandinavian, like Icelandic and stuff. So like um from all over. And then some of the people in my course are like Polish that like I'm friends with. Yeah. And then I've met a lot more British people in my class that I am in now. Um, and then I know some people from like extracurricular activities. Yeah. Um but I don't know. They're great. I think, I mean, I just like don't really have anything against them. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. No, I think they're just like, yeah, they're always really good. Like have good humor and stuff. Accents are great. Accents are great. Um, but yeah, even then, yeah, I feel like I'm just more surrounded by like international people. So it's like hard to really say anything but yeah like I said I guess like whenever I'm like in a coffee shop or something and then there's someone that's like British maybe yeah like the only time I'm like talking to someone um but has it been like an interesting experience making all of these friends from different cultures like has that been really tricky or have you had any like eye-opening moments of just like you know, either a little bit of cultural friction, if you will, or like. I mean, I mean, I think sometimes with just like being American, I think most people are always like, oh, like, well, what do you think of this of your country and that of your country? So I think sometimes it's like um, they ask like my opinion on like, especially like when Trump was in office and stuff. Dare I say his name? (laughs) Bleep that out, if you will. I will. Um, (laughs) bleep but even like yeah just like based on like presidents and stuff like I was here for one of the elections um so people were like oh who do you think is gonna win and stuff but um then also like I think maybe I just have an appreciation for like other cultures so like asking like sometimes we'll always get into like conversations maybe about like how we grew up and like different things that like happened in like our lives and stuff and honestly I think some things are like quite similar um with some of us um but it is interesting to like hear all about like how everyone like grew up and stuff and like different things they do like when they go home or different things but I wouldn't say there's like necessarily like a 
a block to it but I think that's just because we like live we can like live the lives like I can live basically like my American lifestyle in my flat because I also live with an American I think if I lived with just because I had had experiences in France where like I lived with a French family and they were like I had to do what they wanted me to or like I had to do like their lifestyle I couldn't be like my lifestyle you know yeah but yeah yeah cool well it's like i think it's a really cool what you're doing you know like a lot of people do a couple months abroad but i think it's really daring of you to you know do your whole course and i feel like you just learn so much and i don't know yeah it's definitely, I mean, I was even, like, like I talked to my flatmate about this a lot. Like, I'm always really sad to leave home, honestly, like, every time, because I just, like, never know, like, the next time when I come home or, like, um, how, yeah, like, how long I'll be gone and stuff, because I think I have this, like, I was listening to this other podcast the other day, and she was talking about sort of maybe, like, nostalgia and, like, letting go of like your childhood home almost and i think that's like accelerated for me because it's not like i moved like i just don't go home that often and when i do like none of my stuff is at home like all of my life is like in this flat it's like not like when i go home it's like i have a room that's mine Mm -hmm. but i have to bring clothes home i have to like right bring different things so it's like I had to like let go of like my childhood almost a bit like because every time I go home it's like it feels like home but it's like almost like your visitor though now like right I don't know like when is that point gonna come when like you're visiting your parents and like your room's a guest room like I'm just fearing that moment so do you feel like I don't know does it do you feel more grounded in that you kind of have like two real homes or do you feel more kind of untethered do you feel like nowhere's really your home okay you know that taylor swift lyric that's like i can wait what is it i can go anywhere just not home yeah and i can go that's how i feel (laughs) exactly i just feel like yeah like honestly it's kind of weird like honestly neither feels like home anymore which I think is sometimes where like I struggle to right maybe accept um because this is almost still seems temporary even though I'm here still for a couple more years it's like one day like will I still be living here I mean now that I'm like actually in a flat I guess I feel a bit more like it's easier for me to adjust but coming back it's still like what am i doing right so how do you when you have those moments of like where where am i like what is like how do you how do you manage that like what gives you a sense of like peace and stuff when you are feeling really ungrounded um i mean i guess i have to like I think because I do love like particularly London, it's like, I'll just like go for a walk or something around the city and just like remind myself, like it's the place I do want to be. Right. Um, but 
I don't really know. I guess I, I feel like I don't really do anything in particular that like will make me feel more like at home or just like remind myself that this is like where I want to be right now and that's okay. Like I may not know where I'm going to be, but like this is home for now. Right. And just embrace it. Kind yeah, of. just embracing it because like you got to live in the moment a bit. Exactly. And the reality is it's all so temporary. Like even, even if you're in some place for five years, like in the grand scheme of your life, that's going to be just this tiny moment, you know? Literally just a blip. And it, I think sometimes for young people, like it can be hard for us to notice that because, you know, if you're 21 and you've been living somewhere for three years, like that's a significant portion of your life. And, you know, it can feel like a lot, but then as you grow in that timeline of your existence expands, like is the weight of that is just going to shrink and you're going to be like, what the heck? Why was I so worried about, you know? Sometimes even with like school and stuff that I'm like, why? Like, I mean, I should be worried or like I am worried about different things I do, but at the same time, it's like, I know it's going to be okay. I'm going to get through it. Like I did all the other times. Right. Exactly. And then like, same thing with like living wherever I am. And not knowing, I think because also like we always are looking forward to the next thing. And especially I think maybe in high school, I was like more guilty of this, that it was like, well, next year, like it's this. And then after that, it's like, then you're looking at colleges and you're deciding where you're going to go. And then that was like this big decision that was like so exciting. But now you're like, it's kind of over all of that. Like what's next until like you graduate. Right. And it, yeah, it's also just, you know, you can't really always be looking forward because, you know, where you are now demands attention and (laughs) you have to again, give it respect, but also you have to like give your chance, give yourself the chance to be happy in that moment, you know, when you won't have your looking for happiness elsewhere whether that be in a different place or a different time you know yeah exactly I know because it's like yeah we always like wonder like what we're gonna do because I mean I am always like am I gonna live here right but like am I who knows who knows who I am here right now you're here right now exactly (laughs) so thank you Sophia and I hope to see you soon oh you will see me soon I'll be back